Welcome back, a brand new week, a brand new episode of All Dead Jazz. My name is Giovanni, your host. And I gotta tell you everybody, the summer heat right now in Korea, it is just feeling super swampy. As I'm recording this right now, I'm practically just drenched in sweat. And I took the, the car home. I just got home from work uh, not too long ago. So I just wanted to squeeze another episode out while I, I have the free time to do so. But yeah, I mean, it's no joke. You could probably hear the cicadas outside right now. They're buzzing really loud at this time of year. Um, but yeah, summer is here. And with that, I actually have some pretty good news. I have actually a, a great announcement. Uh, as of this week, my parents, both my mom and dad, will be arriving on Thursday. So just a, a couple days right now. I am recording this on Monday the 17th. And in just a couple days, I will be swinging by Incheon International Airport to scoop up my parents. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Like, this is really exciting. And just to kind of dive deeper into it, um, this will be my mom's third visit to Korea. Um, as I mentioned in the first episode, I've been here for practically a decade. And within that decade, my mom will be visiting me for the third time. But uh, my dad, on the other hand, this is his first time. His first time ever in Korea, Asia, anywhere, just this part of the world. This will be his first time coming here. So I'm like really excited to kind of see what, uh, you know, what, what Korea has to offer him. Let's begin the episode right now. To kind of just dive into my mom's first trip really quick, she visited back in 2013. This is already a decade ago. And I remember the, the, the time that she arrived, I had already been in Korea. It was my first, my very, very first uh, year in Korea. And as you can imagine, it was my first time away from home, living abroad anywhere. So I was really like, homesick during the holidays. And to have my mom come out to stay with me, I, I, at that time, I believe it was maybe just two weeks, two short weeks. Um, which we did a lot, but it was just, it was such just a great feeling, you know, to have my mom there uh, with me to spend the holidays when I was living in Ansan at the time. And the two short weeks that she came to visit was well planned out. I figured we only had a short amount of time. So what we did, we spent Christmas in Korea. We, you know, we went to, to downtown Seoul, just showed around all the, you know, the, the highlights, if you will, um, that most every tourist wants to see when they're in Seoul for a couple of days or a week. And then we actually went to Thailand. We went to Thailand to kind of escape the uh, the cold. And uh, we stayed in Bangkok. We were, found a place on uh, Khao San Road, you know, the famous Khao San Road. We got a hotel and uh, we celebrated the New Year. So my mom and I, we got to party hard on Khao San Road. And during that time we were there, we got to, I took her there for her birthday. So that was another thing too. It was a special trip because it was also her birthday. Um, her birthday's at the end of December. And we just saw so many things. We uh, did a couple, we set up for some tours, got to see some like lions, uh, went to a couple of zoos, and uh, got to ride some tuk-tuks and get ripped off as tourists. You know, the, the fun experience. And the second time she arrived was uh, actually much more recently. This was back in 2021. So again, COVID was still like in full force in Korea. And we were still doing the quarantining. And like I think it was like a week before she was going to fly out, the Korean government decided that, all right, any incoming tourists will now have to quarantine for like 10 days. And at first she thought like, shit, like I have to cancel my trip now. I don't want to quarantine. I'm only going to be there for four weeks. Half the time spent indoors. Forget about it. But we decided, you know, to power through it because we thought, hey, 
we haven't seen you in a while. Um, Sophie was going to be celebrating her third birthday around that time anyway. And again, she could celebrate her birthday with us, you know, along with the holidays. So she decided to come out anyway. So sure enough, she arrived. She did her two weeks in quarantine. And uh, it was all right. You know, it went by really quick. And then once she was, once all that was lifted, then we did. We did have celebrations. Now, again, <laughs> the celebrating, again, had to be limited. Because I think at that time, you couldn't have more than six people, right? Six people was the, the cap. So no more than six, then you can get like fined, jail time, all that. So what we actually did, we still had the, we still went through with the party. And I hope this isn't getting me in trouble or anything. But we still went through with the party. And uh, I think there was probably maybe about 15 people there, at least two dozen people. Maybe 15 to 20, I have no idea. But uh, it was actually really funny because it just showed like the effect of all, you know, the the regulations, you know, the fact that this really was like nothing to be taken lightly, like COVID was a super serious thing in Korea. So I remember as we were singing the birthday song, we were all kind of singing it like in a whisper, um, but, but it was a good time. My parents, they'll be here for three weeks. And as I mentioned, it is really hot. This is actually our typhoon season at this time of year. And I just, I, uh, I'm having like the fans running constantly. I rarely turn the AC on because I don't want like my bill to like skyrocket, but I don't think it's going to be like too much. Um, but again, this is my dad's first visit. My dad doesn't like to be hot. Nobody does. Nobody likes to be hot, right? Nobody does. But so I have to make sure, at least for, for his sake and my parents' sake, that I have to have this AC blasting because from morning till night, it is just so humid. It's like 80% humidity. We are in the upper 80s, maybe low 90s, but it, it is hot. It kind of feels like Southeast Asia over here, just really just like swampy air. And um, we're hoping, you know, that the weather is just nice because it's just been raining for the past like, few days. I remember last year in Korea, there was like a ton of flooding. There was actually some like famous like pictures of like houses being flooded, people getting stranded on top of like their cars in the middle of intersection, just completely helpless. So, um, so yeah, so with that like kind of lingering over our heads, we have our summer vacation um, next week. So there won't be a podcast next week because we'll be in Jeju. We're heading there. Jeju is just an island south of uh, Korea. It's about maybe an hour, just over an hour flight uh, from Gimpo Airport. I haven't been there in at least 10 years. I think the last time I went was 2013. And my wife was, I think she said she was in high school or middle school. They went on a field trip. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been it's been a while. So this will be the first time for all, for the kids, for my parents. So uh, we're really excited about that. Um, Jeju itself, I think we're there for five days and where we'll be staying is actually like in uh, like a near the beach, like a resort town. It's further south. It's like the southernmost part of the island. So when we arrive there, we're going to be taking a shuttle or a bus. Wait, that's the same thing. We're going to be taking a shuttle or a cab down uh, to the resort. Not in the resort. We're not dropping that kind of hard cash. Um, no, we're staying at a pension. Because I don't want to, you know, I don't know about anybody else. Like when I travel, regardless if it's myself or with my family, like I'm just very frugal. It's not that I don't have the money. Like, I don't see the purpose in spending thousands of dollars on a resort. Like, that's just not for me. I, that, that's ludicrous. I would never spend, like, a grand a night just, like, a king-size bed and all these amenities. Like, I don't need that. I only need a bed just to sleep. If anything, I just sleep on the damn beach with a tent and a sleeping bag. That's how simple I am. But with my kids and wife, you know, they need a little bit more comfort. But luckily, my wife is just like me. We kind of think the same way. We don't need to spend that kind of money. So the pension that we're staying at, we're all staying. My parents, too, and I think our rooms are just going to be joined next to. Who knows? I don't even know if we're going to be in the same damn hallway. But at least it's nice knowing that the kids can go run to Grandma Grandpa's room, go play with them, go wake them up or have breakfast or whatever it is. 
And uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited about that. All I know is for sure, I just hope that it's just going to be sunshine down there. I am anticipating, you know, the mosquitoes, the heat waves, all that good stuff, but I'll take it. It's it's vacation. I just want to go to the beach. I just want to drink. I want to do a little karaoke, some nori bong. I want to, I think in um, Jeju, they're, they're famous for this this type of black pig. I forget the name of it. It's some type of pork, some tueji pork. Um, but the soju down there is actually pretty good too. I'm I'm not a big soju drinker. If anybody doesn't know what soju is, it's basically like a, like like a rice wine. You know how the Japanese have like the sake. Well, Korea has soju. It's very cheap. It's probably like a buck, if that, for a bottle. And it's uh, it's it's pretty potent stuff. It's really hard. I can't really drink it. For some people, it's like yeah, it's like water. It's not. It's like drinking like peroxide sometimes. It's like it just really burns your throat. But if I can recall Soju in Jeju, I think it, their own brand, it was it went down nicely. So I'm anxious to try that again. Um, regarding plans with my parents while they're here the next couple weeks, I know they arrived this, this Thursday. Um, there'll probably be jet lag. So Friday, you know, I have to go to work anyway with Sophie. But when we come back, we're going to be um, probably take my parents out for dinner if they're up for it. And then Saturday, we might take them into Seoul. I do have a cousin who lives down in uh, the Itaewon, Yongsan area, so I know he would love to meet up with us and kind of paint the town red because Sunday morning we're leaving to Jeju uh, for those five days. But in the three weeks that, you know, my parents are here, I do, again, I do want them to go to Seoul. I would love them to take them to, like, like Iljuro Samga, some, like, night markets, some famous places, like, alleys with, like, the food and drink with, like, the tables outside. My parents are kind of picky eaters. My parents won't just eat anything like us. I'll, I'll eat the live octopus, whatever it is. My dad, not so much. My mom, she's okay to try things, but she's just as picky, let's be honest. Um, and then, last but not least, I would like to take, I don't I don't know, I did want to kind of take at least my dad to like Itaewon, but with the whole incident with, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, incident that happened last October in Halloween, we called it the Itaewon crowd crush, where I think over like 100 to 200 people were killed because of the this, the, the density of the streets, the alleyways because of the regulations over the last previous two, three years that everybody kind of just went out at once to party and there was just like a stampede. And so I feel like ever since then, it's kind of been like, a, I don't want to say eight to one, like nightlife is dying because again, I haven't been to Seoul in forever, but I just feel it's kind of just not morbid, but I, I don't know. I just hope the spirits are just kind of lifted and that's not really too like, I don't know. I just don't want to buzz, buzz kill. No offense to the people that, that passed away, but uh I don't know. We'll see. If my parents are for if I find time. I mean, there's many other places. And so I'd love to show my dad. Him and I, were kind of the same. We love a good li- nightlife. Like, we like, like, cocktail lounges, wine lounges, jazz lounges. If I could find a place with, like, like live jazz, I would love to take him to that. Um, I know about a decade ago, I used to like going to Apgujong, which was my favorite district in uh, Seoul. It was actually right near Gangnam. So it wasn't, I mean, too wealthy. It did kind of remind me of, like, Rodeo Drive because it had, like, the, like, you know, the high-end fashion stores painted the streets but there was this place called crazy horse and it was this tiny tiny little hidden jazz bar you could walk by it instantly because the entrance was just so tiny and that's what made it so cool it's kind of like a mini not so many speak easy but it was just great so if i could find something like that i don't know if there's a, a couple lounges around here in ilson but that'd be something totally worth seeing um but yeah, I mean, that's all I wanted to say, really, for, for this week. A lot of good stuff coming. I'm excited for the summer vacation. I know my family and I have needed it. Um, I've got the car all tuned up. I just recently got, I bought this car like two years ago, but I'm just running into like all these car problems. Like just recently, I had to get, the, I had to replace the car horn. I didn't have a car horn. 
I bought a brand new engine, a brand new battery, four tires, windshield wipes. Again, this car is like 10 years old, but I just, I don't want it to fall apart yet. I know I only got a year left before I move back to the States, but I just want to keep it in good shape, especially now that it's summertime and I want to take the family out. I need a car that's reliable and safe. Um, but the kids, they're really excited going to the beach. My wife, she ordered some floaties for everybody. And Sophie, bless her soul, she, she's super excited. Like ever since we saw, um, it's, it's actually really cute. Ever since we saw these floaties, they actually connect. So that, you know, you got like the, the mommy tube and the, and the child tube. They connect so that way they don't drift off to sea or whatever. But Sophie's just is constantly like wearing it around the house. Like she's just ready to go into the water. You know, right? and we're just so proud for, to hear her say this because for the last gosh few months she just was terrified of water she just did not want to swim it was just just a complete nightmare for her and i just i'm so thankful that she's finally like all right because every day that goes by she's like are we going to the beach are we going to go to the beach are we going swimming where's my floaty can i have my floaty are we going to the beach so it's 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 good to hear for her i'm glad that she's kind of coming over her fear and uh mom and dad if you're listening i, I can't wait till you arrive i'm counting down the days and uh, I will see you very soon. If I have time to squeeze out maybe another episode this week, I would like to get one for next week while my family are on vacation. But if not, I will uh, see you all in two weeks' time. Head over to my link tree. There you will have access to all my socials, including my newly updated YouTube channel, where I will provide future episodes. And as always, tune in next week. Thank you so much for listening.